This life-changing message is brought to you by Strong Christian Church, a united denomination originating from the Lighthouse Group of Churches, where the Word of God is imparted clearly, practically, and comprehensively. Our aim is to provide a solid foundation, a Bible-based instruction to our church members to equip them to teach and preach wherever they may be. God bless you as you listen to this message. Our lives a, a blessing and a praise unto your name, Lord. Holy Spirit, we ask your presence in a special way to guide us into the truth of the word. And we present every heart before you that by your power and by your anointing, rake every heart and make it a better ground. Let the seed of the word that will sow be a seed that will bring forth fruit to the glory of God. Give us a word that will change our lives and change the direction that we are operating to the direction that God wants so that his name shall be praised. We thank you. We pray for your power to heal and to deliver. Let it be in our mind. Let it be healing in our body. Cause us to experience your comfort in our hearts and give us peace even in the darkest of hour. We thank you, Father. We thank you, Jesus. We thank you, Holy Spirit. And the saints shall say with me, Amen. 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 Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I'll just give a quick summary of what I preached last week. You know, as a church, and today I'm not preaching for a long time. You'll be surprised. Today I will surprise you. Tell somebody sitting by you. Today, pastor will surprise you. Lucy, tell the person sitting behind you, Zandi, tell her that today, pastor will surprise you. Hallelujah. Good. So, this year, as a church, we've declared it to be a year of work. Now the person sitting by this year in this church, it's a year of work. And I'm sure you ask a year of what type of work? Well, it's a year of the work of God. It's a year of the work of God in our lives and through our lives. Remember that Ephesians chapter 2 says that, verse 8 says that, for by grace are we saved. and not of ourselves. Because we are saved by grace and not of ourselves, lest any man should boast. But rather, it is, it is for by grace through faith, or for by grace are you saved 
through faith. And that not of yourselves. It is the gift of God. Not of works. Lest any man should boast. Verse 10 says that. For we who are seen are his workmanship. Created in Christ Jesus. Unto good works. Which God has before ordained that we should walk in them. Amen. Can we can we get a simple version so that we can understand the verse? We okay, let's read a simple version from verse 8 to 10. Put it on the screen. God saved you by his grace. When you believe, you can't take credit for this. It is a gift from God. Salvation is not a reward for the good things we have done. So none of us can boast about it. We are God's masterpiece. He has created us anew in Christ Jesus. So we can do the good things he planned for us long ago. Hallelujah. Great. I don't know whether you see what I see. But you see, the other translation says that it is not our works that saves us. But when we are saved, there are works that our lives must do. In other words, walk in. There are works that must be accomplished through our lives. So it is not the works that we do that saves us. But because we are saved out of God's love and mercy, there are certain works that God expects out of our lives. And Unfortunately, many of us don't realize that this is the case. And so this morning and for a few mornings to come, I would emphasize that. Now, there are many topics that I can share the word of God on. But if you ask me, which of them is the most important? And which of them is the most beneficial? I will say to you that what God has in mind for your salvation is the most important. What God has in mind when he saved you is the most important. Because, because if you really believe he has saved you, then he has power over you. And at the end of the day, you have to keep, he will hold you accountable for what he did in your life. Hallelujah. This is very important because sometimes, you know, the challenges of life has a way of making us focus on them. And yet, the challenges of life 
will not hold us accountable when the life ends. And then last week, or I don't know whether last week or one of the times, I also explained that most of us end up focusing on the things that have, that have come about in our lives or the issues that arise out of our lives because we are alive. I don't know if you understand. For example, for example, a, a madman is not worried about where to sleep and clothes to wear. And even whether the clothes are dirty or not. Are you with me? And the reason why that is not his bother is because his mind is not working. Or maybe his mind is working in another way. But you and I, because our mind is also working in another way, if we don't have clothes to wear, it becomes a problem for us. If we don't have a place to sleep, it becomes a problem for us. So these problems have come about because our minds are working. I hope you understand. How many understand what I'm saying? Give me a wave if you understand what I'm saying. You understand what I'm saying? Good. Now, in the same way, in the same way, because God has given us life, and we are breathing, and we are moving, and our minds are working, our hearts are functioning, everything is working. We have certain needs. Like, for instance, we want to be happy. We want to be able to smile. We want somebody to hold us and touch us and give us some feelings. I hope you understand what I'm saying. Every young woman's dream is to have a young man who would tell him, who would tell her, I love you. There's nobody on this planet like you. You are the only insect allowed in my net. I will swim across the Sahara just to bring you ice cream. When I see you, then my heart shakes like water in a pot. You know, that's the dream of every... Is there any, any young woman here who, who... This is not your dream. Is there any young woman here who this is not your dream? Even the older ones who are already married want to be told their hair is nice. Keep your camera there. Keep your camera there. Uh, the older ones want to be told when they've gone to do their hair, that your hair is nice. When they wear a dress, that your dress is nice. That you are looking beautiful. Abigail, isn't it? Hallelujah. Now, you see, all this is because you are alive. Because these are not the problems of a dead person. These are not the problems of a dead person. Neither are these the problems of a madman or a mad woman. I hope you understand what I'm saying. But you see, that, that these are problems. 
because you are alive should not make you push aside, overlook what is the most important thing in, in, your, in your life whilst you are alive, which is the God who has given you the life will call you to account for it. Hallelujah. Now, let me say this to you also, whilst I explain the preaching to you that all the things of your life, all the things of my life that I need, it is God who, who will make it happen. You see, I can sow, I can work, I can do everything that I need to do to bring me increase. But it is only God who gives the increase. So all your business plans, all it can only work when God says it must work. So you see, every effort we make to attend to our problems, to attend to our challenge, to attend to our challenges, depends on God. It depends on who. I said it depends on who. Ask the person, do you believe it? That whether your effort will yield or not yield, whether things will work in your life or not, depends on God. And you have to believe it. Everything depends on God. So it means that what God expects in your life, that we have stated clearly, is important. Now, now, Many of us feel that God doesn't care about us and that we must care for ourselves. But I want you to know that God cares for you. Tell the person sitting by your side, God cares for you. God loves you. And God wants the best for you. Now, now, therefore, therefore, what is my point today? My point today is that for God to do his plans and his purposes in your life, certain things must be sorted out in you. I said for God to do his plans and purposes in your life. Certain things must be sorted out in you. Certain things must be sorted out in you. Now, when these things are sorted out in you, everything that you do will prosper. Everything that you do will be blessed. Everything in your life will work. You will not be dry, but you'll be, you'll be wet. I mean, you'll be, you, your, your leaves will not be dry. Your leaves will be green at all times. And this is what, this is what I want to say to you. Read someone. Let's read someone. Thank you, Holy Spirit.
It says, blessed is the man that, let, let's read the other version. My time is gone. Let's read another version. In, in. Oh, yes. Oh, the joys of those who do not follow the advice of wicked or stand around with sinners or join in with mockers. But they delight in the law of the Lord, meditating on it day and night. These people will be like trees planted along the river bank, bearing fruit each season. Their leaves never wither, and they prosper in all they do. They do what? They prosper in all they do. Amen. But you see, that because it's so it's telling us that these people who prosper in all they do have certain things going for them. How many want to prosper in all that you do? I want to prosper in all that I do. I want to prosper in my teaching. I want to prosper in my leading people. I want to prosper in everything that I do. In other words, I want to prosper in the, that when the people that I lead, they will be great. They, they will not be ordinary people. There will be people that, that God loves. There will be people that God has blessed. Hallelujah. Now, so the question is that these people who prosper in all that they do must do certain things. Must do certain things. What must they do? First of all, they have to avoid certain things. They have to avoid certain things. And they must also do certain things. All of it is in someone. The few verses we read. Now, let me, let me ask you a question. With what power with what power are they able to do all these things? How many agree with me that to do the things that we are supposed to do and not to do the things you are not supposed to do requires power? Is, is there anybody here you want to do something but you found yourself doing the opposite? And, and you were asking yourself, how did I do it? How, how come? You see, because it needs power. Are you with me? It needs power. And that power, I said, listen carefully. That power that you need so that everything that you do will prosper is the power of God. Is the power of who? God. Is the power of God. And the power of God is represented by the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. The power of God is represented by the Holy Spirit. God speaks and the Holy Spirit moves. I said, God speaks and the Holy Spirit moves. So as a Christian, 
your number one aim is to is to work to have fellowship and close intimacy with the Holy Spirit. Now, if you ask me, what do I do? Or how can I do this? I'll tell you that I don't have a problem. But what I know is that those who fight themselves and create time for prayer, create time to read the word of God and give the word of God that they have read a space in their mind and talk to God about how to obey the word of God through fasting and prayers are able to have this power that they, they need to make them do what they need to do. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So if you ask me, what is my work? This year is a year of work. What is the work that I need to do? I need to throw away everything that stops me from praying. I need to throw away everything that stops me from reading my Bible. I need to do away with everything that is fighting my thinking on the word. Because many read the word, but we don't think of it. So as I end, as I end, I want us to spend this portion that we are in church to pray for the help of the Holy Spirit. We are praying for the, for the help of the Holy Spirit to allow us or to help us to do these things in our lives. Because the Bible says, declares him as our helper. So we are calling on him to help us to become strong Christians out of whose life the blessing of God shall manifest. Amen. So let's rise to our feet. And I want us to pray. It's a very simple message. And Pastor Selby, I want us to lead us for the rest of the service as we pray that Holy Spirit be our help and then do altar call and all the other things that needs to be done. In Jesus' name, amen. So lift up your voice and begin to pray. And God has promised us the Holy Spirit. In Luke 11, verse 13, he has promised us the Holy Spirit. He has also promised us the Holy Spirit in John 14, verse 20 something. Lift up your voice and begin to pray to the Lord. Holy Spirit, my helper. I'm conscious of you. I'm conscious of your involvement in my life. Mm. I need your help. help I need your help. Holy Spirit. Overcome me in every situation. Mm. In my life, whatever needs to be done. But I may serve God. We believe you've been blessed by this message. Stay in touch by following our social media platforms at Strong Christian Church.